0: super talk mississippi media production
1: this is gerard gibbert and thank you for listening to middays here on super talk mississippi who are you welcome to real talk for real
0: mississippians okay let's begin welcome to the jt show with gerard gibbert
1: Everyone and welcome to the JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Into, into. Gerard Gibbard and Rhino in the studio, kicking off your week on this Monday after Mother's Day morning. Rhino, howdy,
2: howdy.
3: You have a good uh, Mother's Day? Wasn't too bad. I uh, I paid homage and remembered my mom, who I lost two years ago now, but. Yep. Uh, Miss her every day and love you, Mama. But, uh, yeah, had a good Mother's Day. Got to go to a friend's house because I had to work Saturday. Didn't get to go up to Tupelo to spend time with the family. But had a friend who was celebrating his mom, had a little cookout, invited me over. Got to go over there, had some chicken, some pork, and some good cheesecake. Yeah, very cool.
1: How about you? Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, Celebrated uh, with my wife and mother of my children uh, wife of 40 years coming up. She in a couple of months. Hard to believe. And uh, and so the children and I and their others, at least one of them, uh, my son and his wife, we uh, took the wife out for, and mother out for a little luncheon at the club there. It was very nice. And uh, overall, it was a good day until the dead gum weather. Reared its ugly head once again on a Sunday. What's up with that?
3: Was yeah, it, it was uh, wasn't too terribly bad for most parts of the Magnolia State, but there was some heavy downpours and a little bit of wind damage. I saw.
1: Well, let's not let's not make this a, a recurring theme on Sundays. the same deal we had last Sunday, right?
3: Did we have some bad weather come
1: through? I seem to recall, but anywho, uh, yeah, we had tornadoes and stuff. It came through. No, I don't think any tornadoes this time
3: that i I didn't aware see any of. tornadoes, but we did have, uh, I saw a couple pictures of wind damage where a shed got pushed over or a roof had some shingles missing, but so far no reports of tornadoes.
1: Yeah. Coming up on the program today at 1020, we've got Congressman Trent Kelly. He represents Mississippi's 1st District. We'll get an update on the congressman with respect to all things going on in D.C. I'm also going to ask him about... West Point and critical race theory and indoctrination of our cadets at West Point with um, all this diversity, inclusion, et cetera stuff that's just sweeping across this nation. Jeez, going to talk later on in the program about Disney. Extremely woke is Disney, and it's an industry. It's the woke industry. We might as well call call it. Uh, you know, a pipeline was shut down as a result of a ransomware attack. This is something that, uh, having been in the, the you know, IT business and uh, helped numerous very large companies in many cases with uh, their cybersecurity protections and implementing that framework, it's very complex, and it's a cat-and-mouse game. As soon as you implement protections, the bad guys figure out ways around that, and you have to go address that with more. So it's, it's not a situation, I guess the best way to describe it, that you sort of go I- install something. Think about a door with a lock on it. Well, I got a door with a lock and maybe a security system pretty much done in, t- in terms of what you can do to deter uh, breaches of your physical property. But with respect to cybersecurity, this is something that's got to be managed around the clock. This is not something you just install one time and check the box and say, okay, well, I'm secure now. No, it's it's quite the opposite. It is continuous. So here's a very sophisticated... It's like trying to put a new lock on
3: the door while the guy's trying to pick it from the outside.
1: <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. Excellent analogy. Uh, so in the case of this pipeline is Columbia, I think.
3: So, company, I think so. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is a giant company with plenty of resources, and uh, having served companies on that scale, they they don't really hesitate to invest in necessary IT infrastructure, including security. And I can tell you, uh, being on the the vendor side, if you will, the partner side, selling to these companies, when it comes to security, uh, there's there's no limit, honestly on uh, what they will invest. They, and they the best companies don't hesitate, they don't anguish, they don't have forty two meetings to talk about it because while they're doing that, yeah, colonial pipeline, thank you, Herschel, on the ceasefire tax line. But while they're doing that, the bad guys are busy trying to trying to uh, get their offenses ramped up to intrude. And so it's just constant attention. And for years, uh, having the privilege of speaking to numerous civic groups and political groups and so forth, I've always made the statement and warned, in fact, that number one threat, in my view to our security, to our safety, to our democracy, to our existence, is in fact, is in fact, cyber breach and you look at what happened here with respect to this pipeline that's nothing compared to what it could be and i'm not trying to minimize the impact of that we're already being warned about shortages of uh, petroleum products that these guys transport and it's i think even jet fuel is one of the products if i'm not mistaken that they transport through their pipeline network and and so the impact that that has but think beyond that i mean this is a almost kind of an isolated contained case but there's not there's nothing that we consume that doesn't have some underlying it infrastructure component making that consumption that supply chain possible enabling it powering it no pun intended fueling it and I have thought for some time that this that's where the next where future wars will be waged it won't be in my view with traditional conventional weapons even nuclear weapons i, I think that's a no win game and it's difficult to penetrate those defenses i think what we can expect is the bad guys are trying to get as sophisticated as possible with respect to their ability to penetrate systems, data systems, networks, communication systems. So you, you, you don't think about how critical that is to operating a pipeline. That, oh, as long as the product and the material can flow through the, through the pipelines, we're good to go. It's all these systems are what makes that possible. So it's, it's scary. Uh, and the federal government has got uh, vulnerabilities that have not been addressed. They know it. Uh, but the biggest thing is this massive shortage of people. People. There just ain't enough qualified cybersecurity engineers and and, and by the way there's a host of different jobs and occupations in the cybersecurity industry it's not just engineers on the ground implementing solutions that consist of both hardware and software but the technical architects and and uh, design engineers that that understand the complexities anyhow it's this is a problem i think i've talked about it before the latest data i saw said that we need about 750,000 qualified cybersecurity engineers we got 250,000 we're only 500,000 short so you you want a high paying job that guarantees you i mean they'll hire you sight unseen almost if you've got some credentials you could share some certifications in particular
3: and if you've got the right skill set the specialized skill set then you get to have a really cool job title because you can be a white hat hacker
1: there you go yeah, so penetration testing and penetration services, that is a big industry. I tried to buy a company in Irvine, California that specialized in that. I lost out. And so, I'm in the I'll tell you what else is happening. The demand is driving valuations. Not only not only compensation of people that work in that business, but the demand is driving valuations of companies who work in that business. And I'm involved right now in the possible acquisition of a company highly focused on cybersecurity that's up in the Virginia area, uh, working with a private equity firm in that regard. And, look, you, you just see the valuations are off the chart. So, good for them. They created something that is in high demand, and thus the price goes up. It's just plain old supply and demand economics, but... To those that say there are just no jobs out there, well, work on your skill set. Become a cybersecurity engineer. Guaranteed big-time compensation. Guaranteed and, and job for life, if you will. Never be without work. It is time for a break here on the JT Show. When we return, we've got Congressman Trent Kelly. Stay with us.
4: The Wall Street Journal reports a 15-year high in the investment you've made in your home. The real estate market is nothing short of amazing. My friend Lee Garland will attest to that across the entire capital city metro area. But if you sell your home, the demand is red hot. For the seller, the need for good homes is incredible. They're selling fast, and many times over-list. For the buyer, interest rates right now are low, meaning you get more for the money. Lee Garland's customer satisfaction feedback is most impressive. Take, for instance, Rachel. She listed her home, got little or no results. Then Rachel took our advice and called the Lee Garland team and the difference was like night and day. Lee immediately put his superior marketing strategy in action. In just four days, Rachel's home in Brandon sold for 21000 over the previous agent's list price. That's why Lee can guarantee an offer on your home within seven days. Gallo, reminding you to call Lee Garland Group, EXP Realty at 601-983-1130 or go to LeeWillBuyIt.com and start
10: has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com COVID.
11: No-Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified certainty shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the metro. No-Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051.
12: Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. <laughs> yeah.
4: Properly set all controls before recording.
0: All systems go. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi.
6: Mississippi.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino on this Monday, kicking off your week with facts, fodder, and fine music. Joining us now, the congressman representing Mississippi's 1st District, Trent Kelly. Good morning, Congressman.
13: Good morning. I heard that ACDC, and I thought back to my uh, my 8-track player. (laughs) That's prior to
1: Rhino's time. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you back in D.C. now? Uh, flying back today. Okay. I thought you guys, I saw a congressman guest uh, late last week and and thought you guys might be uh, convening again. Oh, what a joy that'll be <laughs> under the reign of the great Nancy Pelosi How left are we going to go? Let me start with that, Congressman. It seems like every time I think it's gotten crazy, it gets crazier.
13: Well, I mean, we're we're just coming off Mother's Day. And the thing I see on the news today is we're doing away with the term mom is birthing parent. I mean, uh, you know, uh, and and they're doing away with advanced math in California because uh, you can't call people smart people anymore. I know. Loudoun County,
1: Virginia, same thing. They're mad because the entrance exam. Same thing in New York. The entrance exam uh, seems to have a higher pass rate among Asian Americans. And now they're all mad because they feel like they're being discriminated against, which they are because they're passing the exam. <laughs> they're proving that, that they're uh, more qualified for that, those advanced studies.
13: This is just an attempt uh, by, the, by the woke left to uh, make us all the same where there's no difference, and it is socialism or communism at its finest. That is, uh, It has been a 20-year uh, track to get here, but it gets worse and worse every day.
1: It's, it seems like it, and, uh, I, you know, I, we heard the same thing. Rhino played the montage of the, was it Birthing People, I think, and this was on the in the house, right? These are members of the house that are are using this terminology.
13: Well, I mean, it, it, it is amazing. And Facebook won't block any of this stuff, <laughs> but they'll block President Trump for something that they say is uh, is offensive or not true. But 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 someone on the other side can say whatever they want uh, with that's clearly false, and there's no ramifications. Well, that's a good point,
1: and that's what I wanted to ask you about, is your opinion on this Facebook ruling. Of course, if you look at this governing board, I can't remember the exact formal name of this organization that uh, I don't think has any power, per se, but does, I guess, review and advise Facebook, review decisions and advise. But it's a who's who of of global (laughs) leftists, no surprise, that are making these decisions. And they're just bound and determined to keep President Trump off of social media.
13: Well, they are. And uh, and it, listen, it's a joke. It, I, I mean, I don't even know how to respond when you've got big tech that is in bed with the woke left, and all they care about doing is blocking any free speech unless it is their free speech, which is contrary to scientific evidence.
1: Right. Uh, exactly. And uh, something else I want to ask you about, Congressman, that seems to be working its way through the Congress um, in both houses, I believe, are, are bills that would sort of reform law enforcement and policing in this country. Uh, I mean, from the extreme, I, I know there are folks that would just as soon eliminate uh, policing and, and and police departments altogether. I think there are certainly... Members over there on the House side, for sure, that believe that's what we ought to do. You you had this, I thought, a fairly good bill introduced by Senator Tim Scott last year that made some sense that that uh, couldn't get any traction, but now with, with control of the Democrats, which they have of both houses, where do you think that's going to go? And and uh, what do you, what is your thoughts? I guess about just. Uh, trying to get some sanity reintroduced into that legislation.
13: Yeah, I mean, the leaders in the House, uh, Nancy Pelosi, and I use that term leader very loosely. <laughs> uh, uh, she's driven by the, the the left 10% of our caucus to do whatever they say, and the same with Chuck Schumer. I hope that the Joe Manchins of the world will stand up and say, enough is enough, Look at our communities uh, where they have done away with the police or defunded the police. Murder rates are up. Gun violence is up. Uh, it, just unbelievable. But it's not about it's not about that. It is about controlling our thoughts and controlling the, our ability to stand up and do what is right.
1: You know, I I hate to say this, but uh, it sure seems like it that anything Trump is for, and Trump was a pro law enforcement president. If he's for it, they're against it. It's just it's simple as that. And they're against it to the extreme other side, typically, just to show their distance, I guess, from him. That's the that's kind of the wedge, I guess, that's been driven between. Um, uh, the, those in our government. You're either on the Trump side or you're not, which brings me to my next question. So what do you think about Liz Cheney, third in, in, uh, in rank within the House uh, Republican uh, conference? What do you think is going to happen there?
13: Uh, I think there'll be a vote on Wednesday is the best that I'm hearing. Uh it, it um I, I do not think it'll turn out well for her and I I, I can't it's a it's a secret ballot and it should be because people can vote uh the the way they want to but I she had this same vote and I think it'll be a different result this time and if it is then we'll have to choose a new conference chair. Well, leader McCarthy, I, but I think it's unfortunate she's the leader of the conference. Yep. And she should not be the conversation and her and Trump. We shouldn't even be talking about President Trump right now. We ought to be talking about these horrible policies that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck uh, Schumer are trying to push through and the, the failures of the Biden administration
1: yeah it it seems yeah I agree it seems like she's way more focused and obsessed with Trump can't get over that, can't get past it. yet we're told by the left we got to move past Trump, but all they want to do is focus on Trump and it seems like she's being drugged into that conversation. Leader McCarthy's come out. is he not over the weekend and said he supports a change there over the represent representatives Stefanic.
13: he He did and i and I think his point comes down to exactly what I just said. When you're the conference chair, you're in a position of leadership. You're the voice of the conference, and you cannot be the conversation.
1: Right. I agree, and and it seems like she's trying to insert herself front and center. So there it seems to be also a move in her home state of Wyoming, possibly, to, uh, to challenge her in her district, and that maybe she'll have a tough go in 22. Your thoughts there? You got any insight into that?
13: Gerard, I learned one time, a long time ago, I run my race. <laughs> okay. uh, the, the people of Wyoming, uh, they, they will get a primary. I know she's already got primary opponents, yeah. and they can vote uh, as to what they think best represents the state of Wyoming.
1: I got you. Well, it, you know how it is, though, Congressman. Lots of buzz about all that sort of stuff and, and wasn't sure. You're probably aware that Senator Mitt Romney got booed a couple of weekends ago at a GOP event in his home state of Utah, I mean, lots of booze because of um, I guess his uh, criticism and lack of support and departure from Trump. So what? What I don't want to see, Congressman, I, and I and I hope and think you would agree with this. I don't want to see the party sort of divide between the pro-Trump and the anti-Trump people, and that's not good for the party. When we got, as you said, major challenges from the left.
13: I mean, we need to be focusing on the failures at the border, uh, the number of children that are separated, uh, four times the amount that we had in 2018 when it was such an issue in a border crisis. We need to focus on President Biden wanting to wear a mask and making people not be confident in the vaccine, which I've taken. We need to be encouraging people and rewarding them for taking vaccine. We need to uh, get people back to work instead of encouraging them not to work.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm with you and totally agree. And he, he seems to be just completely dismissive of the idea that these egregious unemployment benefits have or having any impact whatsoever on the job market. He just doesn't seem to support that. We got a break coming. Can you hang with us, Congressman? Absolutely. All right. We got a break. We'll come right back. Our guest is Congressman Trent Kelly. He represents Mississippi's first district. The JT show continues after this.
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 70% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 77. Tonight, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, low around 61. For Tuesday, an 80% chance of showers, high near 73. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely 60% chance, mostly cloudy, high near 68. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
14: G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's
10: handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Nothing says I love you like diamonds.
16: And after the year we've all had, we're pulling the ones we love even closer, aren't we? Holding them a bit tighter.
10: At Juniker Jewelry Company,
16: love is what we do. And helping you tell her how amazing she really is, how you couldn't live without her. That's our passion.
10: We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer, with ten times the diamonds you'll see in average jewelry stores.
16: And the largest inventory of gorgeous diamond jewelry in the state. From engagement rings and wedding bands.
10: To diamond pendants and tennis bracelets.
16: To our legendary diamond stud earrings.
10: We have the perfect anniversary, birthday or graduation gift for her. At the guaranteed best prices in the state.
16: But maybe the best reason of all is just because. Because you get to wake up next to her every day. And that
8: makes you the lucky one. Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
16: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. There's still no decision from the state Supreme Court on the medical marijuana lawsuit.
17: They are apparently,
11: you know, agitating over it. It, I didn't watch the arguments, but from everything that I've heard and seen, it sounds like it's going to be a a split decision.
16: Alan Lang, founder and publisher of Y'all Politics, says the suit really boils down to whether or not the process used to pass Initiative 65 was constitutional.
11: It is relatively unconscionable that the legislature has not claimed cleaned up the five congressional district versus four, that's just lazy.
16: And the location of the trial for a man accused of killing two Brookhaven police officers has been set. After a change of venue request was granted in December, it has been decided that the capital murder trial of Marquise Flowers will take place in Pike County. The jury will be selected from Lafayette County and jury selection begins November 8th. Flowers is charged with the shooting deaths of Purple Zach moth and Patrolman James White in 2018. I'm Andy Davis.
0: Come on. You're hearing The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk, Mississippi. Now, here's more.
1: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk, Mississippi. Congressman Trent Kelly, representing Mississippi's 1st District, is our guest. So, Congressman, I also wanted to ask you about uh, what appears to be an infiltration in our military in West Point, uh, where cadets are being sort of indoctrinated with all this critical race theory and wokeness stuff. There's lots of reports floating around, and that's because... This guy, Bishop Garrison, he's senior advisor to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, just seems like he's kind of got an agenda there, and so disturbed by the fact that the folks who we are relying on, and, and I ask you, as uh, sir, as a, a member of our military, serve proudly and honorably, and we, we're grateful for your service. Uh, it, this just seems like something that doesn't need to be part of training warriors that who are charged with keeping our nation safe.
13: Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, our, our, our warriors are trained to go down range and defeat our enemies, uh, whether they be near peer or violent extremist organizations. And when we're focusing on our differences, it goes back to talking about the conference chair. Uh, earlier if we're fighting with ourselves and trying to distinguish and make ourselves different than each other then we're not a unit we need to focus on one thing that's the enemy
1: yeah and i just blown away i don't know if you've seen like in the cia some of these recruiting videos that they're showing it's just crazy has nothing to do with intelligence it again it's it's what i like to say on the show here is it's about what a person is rather than who they are and what their qualifications and skills and, and what value they bring to an organization. We seem to have replaced that kind of merit-based and achievement-based uh, environment that has made this com- country so great with one that's totally based on your identity.
13: What well, not it funny that they're trying to make people but they're recognizing the differences of everyone, whether it be skin color, sex, exactly. or lack of sex, whatever. <laughs> but they're trying to make us all separate, and they tr- I think they're trying to pit us against each other to make us weaker.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, in—it's my understanding, and I've, I've read a fair amount, to try to understand it better about Marxist theory. And in fact, conflict within society is something that uh, is used by Marxist to try to win people over and get their way, make them more reliant on it. You simply can't resolve this conflict. You've got to have more government, more power, more control. Your individual liberty and your individual freedoms and powers just have to be abandoned in favor of the collective. That doesn't make any sense to me, but that seems to be front and center in the Democrat ideology these days
13: it makes no sense and and people have got to stand up and start uh, and and stop accepting that we have to do these things it is not right it is not the right thing our churches need to stand up our citizens need to stand up when woke corporations uh decide that we need to stop buying their products
6: mm-hmm.
1: it's uh there was a report this weekend uh, that I saw about disney. No surprise there, I guess, but you could argue that no company on the planet has benefited more from the virtues and the benefits of capitalism and free markets than Disney, and the very people who are, to a great extent, their target market are the exact ones that they're now vilifying and demonizing, and they're teaching their employees right off the bat, America's... Is an irredeemably systemic racist nation. This is insane. This is—it's just not true. It's—it. How do we debunk this stuff and get our message out better? And people are coming forward, but that's just not true. Are we perfect? No, we're
13: way better than the rest of the world. Not even close. Well, it's so difficult because you have the uh, big tech companies which shut down any conservative voice. You have our universities and even some of our, 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 our lower schools now uh, indoctrinating kids and telling them wrong. And what's the funniest thing of all is you got four old white guys who are billionaires at Disney uh, <laughs> telling everyone that they need to get away with their privilege. Well, why don't they give all their money? Uh, they can give it to me. I can spend it well. <laughs> That's a good point. It, it just seems to
1: be crazy. You know, the other thing we're witnessing, uh, Congressman, is you've got some states – that are prohibiting teaching uh, critical race theory in their schools, in their public schools. Oklahoma, I think, was the latest one. Montana's one. Ron DeSantis in Florida, Tennessee, I think, late last week. Uh, so, and then you've got the state of Washington that went in the opposite direction. They're requiring it to be taught in their schools. It, it seems like our states are kind of dividing on this line to a great extent. That can't be good for this country. Yet we got a president who says, certainly throughout his campaign, he was the unifier. He was going to come in and unite us. Now we're dividing people on the basis of their identity more stronger or stronger than we ever have I, I I look for the time when Nancy Pelosi comes in and makes it a requirement that the members of the House have to have to undergo critical race theory training.
13: I, I'm sure that'll come. <laughs> uh, it, it is unbelievable, but they don't make sense. I mean, look at it. Uh, we don't we, we don't want to have to have an ID. You should just be able to say I swear I'm a citizen and sign a piece of paper and you can vote uh, whether in person or by mail, but we want to do background checks and check your photo ID to make sure that you purchase a firearm or buy alcohol. It is, th- there is no rationale behind any of the things that they do and they're actually contradictory in many things that they do.
1: So uh, since we last talked to you, of course, the president finally came out of uh, the White House, in his basement, wherever the hell he's living, and addressed the nation in what was the craziest situation, just the, the images of the House of Representatives and him speaking with people spread out and about a fifth of the normal uh, attendees present, uh, all wearing masks and spread out and, and elbow bumping and all that stuff. That that was just surreal that this country it, it made us look weak sir i just got to tell you I, I were you in attendance were
13: you amongst those invited <laughs> how does that work <laughs> I, I was not invited, nor did I want to be. Uh, and, and quite frankly, uh, I, I didn't even watch it on TV. It's more of the same old garbage. Uh, had I been there, I would have probably taken a page out of Nancy's playbook and ripped
1: uh, the speech in two. Well, it, just as you think it can't get any crazier, we've already spent six uh, $6 trillion dollars now we got more in the works with these tax and spend policies. You got a, a a really narrow margin in the House. Do you think, as drafted, this what is it, the American Families Plan? I guess, and I hear the price tag keeps going up on that thing. Is that going to make its way through the House uh, over it to the Senate? Do you think the Democrats are she going to make everybody walk the plank, or or some going to break off and and uh, vote against it?
13: She has been very hard, and I just hope that the people back home in these areas understand that their representative voted for this stuff and that they vote them out the next time. Hopefully they will come over and do the right thing, and if they do, they should be rewarded. But if they follow the party line and uh, her left, uh, then they need to be accountable in the elections next year.
1: Right. I completely agree. And now the the, the president says, oh, we're going to pay for this by taxing... What amounts to a sliver of the population? It's just like everything we're just going to dump on the most successful in society, and they're going to pay for everybody's health care and child care and child tax credits and and community college and just a whole gambit of social programs, and we're going to define that and term that as infrastructure. Uh, This is just out of control, and my concern is, and I know you share it, the money is certainly a concern, but it's the expansion of government and what appears to be – and any time you know this, you expand government, somebody's giving up their freedoms, uh, if not all of us. That's more disturbing than anything.
13: It absolutely is. And we continue to give up more freedoms every day. Uh, We become more indebted every day. This money is being spent. And listen, defense is getting a cut. While we're giving 18% increases, not even counting the CARES money and all that, that went to these other uh, domestic programs, we continue to cut. The only areas that are cut is going to be defense and, and border security. Unbelievable.
1: And, of course, we got the situation on the border, which the president refuses to acknowledge as even being a problem, it's it's out of control. Well, uh, we're out of time here, Congressman. I appreciate you coming on the show, and, and most importantly, appreciate you fighting on behalf of the values of your district and what I think represents the vast majority of Mississippians. We appreciate it, sir. Thank you, and we'll talk again soon. You got it. Congressman Trent Kelly has been our guest. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more of the JT Show. Don't forget, at 12 o'clock today, Mississippi Outdoors Radio.
4: Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's The AC Experts, 769-237-COOL. Or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com. And on Facebook at AC Experts. Or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended.
17: Agri Market Report. At the open of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 232 to 87.34. October cotton was down 243 to 85.98. At the opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 1.5 to 15.91 and a quarter per bushel. August soybeans were down a penny to 15.36 and a half per bushel. July corn was down 6 6.5 to 7.25 and three quarter per bushel. September corn was down 12 cents to 642 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was up 95 to 116.97. August live cattle was up 47 to 119.32. August feeders up 217 to 146.45. September feeders up 177 to 147.82. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 189 points, 34,967. I'm Dixon Williams and this, the Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Smart shoppers will tell you they
15: found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. Hybid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com and see what everyone is talking about.
18: Okay, buddy.
14: Nice and simple this time. In a world of Veltima fungicide,
4: five feet reign supreme.
15: Hey, remember, less dramatic? Five feet. Just five feet. Five feet. Nope.
20: Sixty inches.
15: Look, man, just say Veltima fungicide lets you treat corn as early as five feet.
20: Nice. Veltima fungicide from BASF,
14: coming sooner to a field near you.
15: Always read and follow label directions. Mind you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights, starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Ah, it's so awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Yeah.
6: Mm. Come on, let's get on with the show.
0: Yeah. On Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show Super Talk Mississippi on this Monday. Also, uh, appreciate the uh, Super Talk staff taking care of me on the remote this past Friday. Great job uh, here in the studio, Rhino, for making that run pretty smoothly, and Gary getting me all set up out there. And that was a lot of fun, great day. And a lot of folks stopping in to buy stuff, which is always uh, a good thing. And,
3: and I think at least part of that was a little bit of uh, fiending for the fair. Because they had the balloon pop. That was cool. That's right. Who doesn't like throwing darts at balloons? <laughs> that was very cool.
1: <laughs> well, uh, really cool stuff. Really appreciate that. And also, I think uh, our friend Paul Gallo... He's got one coming up Wednesday, doesn't he?
3: Got a remote coming up. Oh yeah, he's gonna be at King's Daughters Medical Center in Brookhaven on Wednesday to promote National Hospital Week and discuss the overall health care that King's Daughter Medical Center provides to the community. That's the Gallo Show on Wednesday in the main lobby at King's Daughters Medical Center on Highway 51 in Brookhaven. Very cool.
1: And then this Saturday, Garden Mama and Handyman. They're doing a remote. How cool is that? Uh, they're going to be broadcasting live from 8 a.m. till noon at Ace Bolt and Screws Gluckstat Mississippi, location. There will be plenty of door prizes and pizza from Sal and Mookie's of Madison. Come out and support this local business and see what they have to offer. That's this Saturday at Ace, Bolt, and Screw in the So, very cool. Yeah, so the, the whole deal with this critical race theory stuff, and it doesn't, in fact, appear that the states are dividing into those that are banning it as part of their public school education curriculum, and at least in the state of Washington, requiring it. Now, the first thing I thought about I lived in Washington a while, uh, in Oregon. It's a long time ago. It's different now, but it was obviously fairly liberal and left-leaning then. What is the composition of the population in the state of Washington with respect to uh, white uh, versus black and, and other um, ethnicities? I'm not sure if we have those demographic, that demographic data, but I'm pretty sure that the number is fairly low. Right.
3: The state of Washington is 78.5% white, 4.4% black or African American, 1.9% Native American or American Indian or Alaskan Native, uh, 9.6% of Asian descent, 0.8% of Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander, 5% of two or more races, 13% of Hispanic or Latino, and... When you break that down, it says there's 67.5% of non-Hispanic or Latino whites.
1: Gotcha. So, you'd have to think that that aligns fairly closely to the student population in the public schools, right? My guess is there's some public schools that have zero black people in them in the state of Washington. I'm just going to guess. Yet... They are the ones implementing this critical race theory nonsense. And make no mistake, folks, it is rooted in Marxism. The the Marxists, as I said in the last segment, they built their political program on the theory of class conflict. Because Marx himself believed the primary characteristics of advanced, you could call them industrialized societies, I guess today there would be more digital societies, was the imbalance of power between what Marx called capitalists, you know, those people that think they should have private property rights and the right to pursue life, liberty, and happiness, you know, little things like that, and workers. So if you're a worker, you can't be a capitalist. There's a conflict, according to to Marx. So Marx believed that to solve that imbalance problem a revolution was necessary. And the workers would become aware of that imbalance and see how unfairly and inequitably they are being treated and therefore they would just take over seizing the means of production with government help. Crazy. Ultimately, the goal being to overthrow capitalism and bring in a whole new socialist utopia. That is exactly what we're witnessing, in my view, in this country right now, at least uh, the attempt. And it's being fueled by the Democrat Party, certainly in Washington, Break time here on the JT Show. It's time for the news. We'll come back in the next hour, continue discussing Marxism and critical race theory, and lots more. We got to talk about I-65 I- as well. What's going on there? Stay with us.
21: news i'm pam puso another policy put in place by former president trump has been reversed the biden administration says gay and transgender people will be protected against sex discrimination in health care in a statement health and human services secretary javier becerra said everyone including lgbtq people should be able to access health care free from discrimination or interference period fox's rachel sutherland in a matter of days house republican liz cheney could lose her leadership position minority leader kevin mccarthy has endorsed congresswoman elise stefanik to replace her
9: what i think believe the conference believes right now is that she's not the best one to move forward and i think there is a lot of support that's gathering around Elise stefanik to be that messenger
21: congressman greg murphy cheney is a vocal critic of former president trump america's listening to fox news
16: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The COVID vaccine may be approved for children between the ages of 12 and 15 soon. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs doesn't think it'll become mandatory. I would just say at this time,
8: we don't see likely us to have compulsory, mandatory coronavirus vaccines really for any age group.
16: The list of vaccinations required for students is available at msdh.ms.gov. Last week, a pair of large chains announced that walk-up vaccinations are now available across the state. The vaccine is now widely
18: available at all 85 Walmart and Sam's Club pharmacies in Mississippi, and CVS has also stated that walk-ins are now being accepted at 55 of its Mississippi locations. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm.
16: More than a fourth of Mississippians are now fully vaccinated, but demand for the shots has dropped significantly over the past couple of weeks
8: for more information, visit our website at www.msboc.us. There's
19: not a lot that's free in life. I mean, it calls to bring you into this world, and when you leave it, and everything in between. Well, there is something free and valuable to your well-being, and that's for you to call 811 before you dig, pull stumps, erect a mailbox, dig a post, or
23: start a garden.
12: Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811.
23: Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries.
16: Millions of dollars are flowing into the state through sports betting, even without the option to bet on your phone. Alan Godfrey, the director of the Gaming Commission, says he can't advocate for or against bringing betting online.
14: We regulate whatever the legislature legislates. Uh, I will say this, I think it was uh, an opportunity to maintain some momentum. I think it... Uh, the addition of an off-site uh, mobile device would, would uh, hurt some uh, illegal gaming, and I think it would probably pick yep. up some additional business.
16: Efforts to expand sports betting to mobile platforms died in the last legislative session. It's National Police Week. In 1962, President Kennedy issued the first proclamation for Peace Officers Memorial Day and National Police Week. Peace Officers Memorial Day, which every year falls on May 15th, specifically honors law enforcement officers killed or disabled in the line of duty. I'm Kelly Bennett.
4: all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi
0: 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for real
6: Mississippians. Let, 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 let's do this. Three one.
0: Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at Supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Hey,
1: yeah. you know. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. It is Monday, kicking off a new week for you. After that bad weather went through yesterday, what's it like today? It's kind of cloudy.
3: Ah, uh, there was a band of storms that moved across the southern quarter of the state, uh, starting about four o'clock this morning, and there's still some making their way through. But uh, I haven't seen anything severe expected today. Yeah, hopefully not.
1: Hopefully not. So this uh, this whole idea, this critical race theory stuff, is is very disturbing because of its roots in marxism and again I was talking about how the states are kind of dividing up Oklahoma, Tennessee, Florida <clears throat> as examples of states, Montana I think. But but yet the state of Washington. And you've also got states that are eliminating these entrance exams to these gifted programs and gifted schools Really, it's not states. It's uh, school districts, Boston, New York, the big ones. Bastard. Bastard. It um I, I don't get it. I mean, so if a, a um, proportionate number by race can't pass the exams, shouldn't we be examining, well, maybe what the root cause is of that? Rather than say, cha- well, we just got to change the exam. Or we still eliminate it. And so in Boston, you're being selected based on your zip code. So they are suspending the admissions exam. And instead, they're just using basic grades and zip codes. They believe this will lead to a more diverse selection, they're reimagining the selection process. Lower the port. They, they seek. They make it clear. We're trying to lower the portion of white and Asian students that are passing the exam. Therefore, we got to change the exam. It, is that not equivalent to, I don't know, lowering the basketball goal? You know, just have it set where it's depending on who's shooting. Just when you, I don't. I, you see how crazy that gets, though. We just got to. Abandon the standards and dilute them so that qualifications and performance, capabilities, talent, value proposition, none of those things
3: figure into your fate in life. Muggsy Bogues never asked for the basketball goal to be lowered. (laughs) He played a decade in the league at the towering height of five foot three. Very true.
1: So they are literally asking students, where do you live? Indicate your zip code. And that's how they are determining who advances to these special schools. What are we doing to developing, what does that do to developing the best talent? Best, it seems like an oxymoron under these concepts. It's not again. It's not about that. It's the same with respect to the concept and and what's required to to achieve prosperity, even personal prosperity. It's it's actually not about how hard you work. It's about the extent to which you please other people. It's how you contribute value. To the market. The market will tell you. The markets really doesn't care about how hard you work. They care about whether or not what you're providing is pleasing to them, such that they are willing to part with their assets for it. The government wants to change that. That very simple concept. Nope. you got to pay them this much and spend this much over here and make this price of this, thus and such. It's an antithetical to what made this country great, which is individualism. That, that's a theory that's rooted in collectivism, which is just destructive. But this is crazy. This is sweeping this country. You think, well, that's, like I've said before, you think it's Boston, California. No, this is going on everywhere. It is creeping into every corner of society. So on the six oh one ceasefire text line, do they not have any moderates on the other side to stop some of the madness? I think as we heard the Congressman. Cinema and Mansion, that's about it. Well and that's in the Senate, agree, but in the House, I think Speaker Pelosi no telling what deals she's cut to those that might be a little squishy. The biggest thing without question, well let's think about it. For the most part to a politician, uh, and no disrespect to the, to the ones that are truly honorable, and there are some, but for the most part, they're measuring every word, every action, every vote on how that impacts them in the next election cycle. They just do. And when you're in the House, and it's every two years, it's even in greater focus. But in this case, the question is, who in Pelosi's conference would break ranks with them and not support all this radical legislation? She would absolutely neuter them, I believe. You know it's Will by the way, you know it's Willie Mays' birthday. I gotta digress a minute here. Is what, it today? Well, no, no, no. I think it was look at I think it may have been Friday, Thursday, Friday. The last two or three days could have even been over the weekend. Wasn't long ago.
3: The 6th, yeah. Okay. Thursday.
1: Yeah. Uh, Pelosi, of course, she represents the district there in San Francisco. I'm not sure if he lives there, if he's a constituent. She tweets out, you got to look this up, Rhino, a congratulations with a photo. It's not Willie Mays in the photo. <laughs> it's another baseball player. <laughs> Who's uh, not Willie Stargell? I can't remember who it was. It was a, it was another prominent uh, black baseball player, slugger. And she <laughs> tweeted, "How clueless is that?" Tweeted that photo instead of Willie Mays. That's terrible. You would think somebody on her staff. So, does that not maybe suggest that she's racist? Yeah, it was Willie McCovey. Willie McCovey, yeah. Part of the same group uh, in that era on the the play for the Pirates with Stargell and those guys. How about that? So (laughs) she attempts to wish Willie Mays a happy birthday. (laughs) She says, Happy 90th birthday to an all-American icon, Willie Mays, a trailblazing, record-breaking baseball player, civil rights leader, and champion for youth sports and well-being. Willie Mays is a civic legend, and a national treasure. Agree. Totally agree. She's got a photo there of her and Willie McCovey attached to the tweet where she wishes a happy birthday to Willie Mays. Now, how do you you think that makes Willie feel? Like, how sincere was this? This is like a form of political posturing virtue signaling is what it is that's terrible
3: i would almost say it would be a little bit different if willie mccovey hadn't passed three years ago
1: right exactly this photo was before he passed away exactly exactly right unbelievable terrible Yeah, Larry uh, from McGee says, Guys, don't y'all think we are heading towards a division of the states in some way? We are so different. I
3: I hope not. Honestly, Larry? Technically, we already have the division.
1: By state. Yeah. Yeah. Which was all part of our our founding. I think the bigger question is is where I kind of uh, fall into the same category with Larry as far as opinion here is we're running out of things that we agree on. I mean, we can't. Like I said, we can't agree on gender. We can't agree on biology. It's not like something new we have to think about.
3: <laughs> well, it's because half the people are arguing without a full hand to play with. I mean, you, you've got these people that say, "Well, there's 74 different genders," but <laughs> but then you have gender reassignment surgery, and it only goes one of two ways.
1: Oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's Birthing people is an example. We can't even agree on a mother. Oh, my gosh. Carolyn Starkville says they want us dumb, poor, and unable to fight back. You know, we ain't going to let that happen, Carol. I hear you. Dang it. Birthing people. It's nuts. I can't get over that one. Birthing people. And they're so sincere. How can you say that with a straight face? They're so sincere. I'm better than you because I don't call them mothers. I call them birthing
3: people. To avoid offending the handful of people that have a mustache and also gave birth.
1: <laughs> we got to take a break on that one. We'll come right back. Stay with us on the JT Show.
2: This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture. With all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving, a farmer's market is open full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey and the best tomatoes in town. Callaways will have farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Callaways offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaways in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High.
6: Callaways is, Callaway's is, everything for home and
22: Imagine waking up, finding out you had a stroke while you slept. That's what happened to me. My wife called 911 and helped me get to St. Dominic's for test. I went straight into surgery, and they removed an inch-long clot from my brain. That's what saved my life. I could barely speak that day, but I've made a full recovery. Now I just want to praise the Lord and say thank you, St.
23: Dominic's.
21: St. Dominic's skilled hands
4: With a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine, breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three.
0: You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues. Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino on this Monday, kicking it off on the show. Yeah, so Dr. Anthony, lock them up forever and throw away the key. Fauci says it might be time to relax the mask mandates indoors. But is is this whole deal kind of... Spurned, spurred a whole new genre of Karens. Seems like it. I saw a little video this morning of one in a grocery store. Can't remember where it was, but she was following around a couple that did not have their mask on. And the couple was filming them, not saying a word just filming her and her antics and she called herself a cheerleader <laughs> against the people that were maskless, cheering against them and pointing them out. aren't they rude? I wish I could find a video, but it went on for it was fairly long, but she just she tracked them in the store. and by the way, she did. She and she referred to herself That's when as a to, Karen. You'd have to to
3: build up a coffin fit and start walking towards her just to see the reaction.
1: <laughs> she she literally tracked them throughout the whole dang store while they were shopping. Is that what we can get prepared for?
3: I don't think it's all that new. I think it's something that will continue as. One political party seeks to politicize mask wearing while the other political party is just trying to get about their rat killing.
1: Yeah, I think what's new about it, though, is more people are starting to go maskless. So we went people from people getting
3: vaccinated. Well,
1: that and I think uh, th- there's been a lot of discussion, even from the medical community, about the true protections offered with masks. And you know, I, I mean, if anything for everything from once you're around a person for five, six minutes, even with masks on, if you're in the same room and somebody's infected, you're still at risk. So, I don't, I don't know the um, and the Wall Street Journal had the editorial board this weekend had a great article about. The lockdown. So, you know, I've been saying it on the air that I think in retrospect we'll look at that as the dumbest, worst public policy decision ever. And and the journal came out, the editorial board, and said, yeah, that was really dumb and didn't do anything. And now we're seeing states that locked down and are still locked down, no surprise, they are experiencing a higher level of unemployment. Now, that shouldn't even be a surprise.
3: But Kind of hard to go back to work if the school and daycare still aren't open.
1: Well, that's it. And and so, by the way, these are also the states that voted for Joe Biden in 2020. They lost the most jobs during the pandemic. Connecticut, Hawaii, Vermont, Maryland, New Jersey. Those are the five states that lost the most jobs. That's straight from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, folks. This is not something I made up. And, and and they're also the ones that are struggling the most to return to uh, a higher or lower level of unemployment, a, a higher level of, of um, labor in the workforce. So I, I don't know. What does that What does that say? These people are more into government, more into government rules and regulations and lockdowns and beatdowns. By the way, our friend Big Gretch, Governor Gretch Whitmer, you've seen this in Michigan? Looks like she's got some opposition from the African-American chief of police of Detroit. He is awesome if you haven't seen him speak. Just a no-nonsense guy that makes... I so practical and just speaks so clearly and plainly. That would be fabulous if he would oust her. Who wasn't she caught rhino not too long ago saying, I don't really know what to do or something to that effect. No, no joke. Oh my gosh. Some millennial on her staff probably did the tweet that's referring to Nancy Pelosi's happy birthday tweet. I agree, that from Tony. She's not smart enough to use Twitter. Chris and Tupelo, yep, yep, exactly. Willie McCovey, appreciate that, Chris. Deals or maybe threats from Pelosi on the ceasefire text line from the 662. Yeah, what are we going to do with these students when they flunk out Karen and Ripley? Flunk? There's no flunking. That's what that's flunking what flunking
3: is systemic
1: racism. Correct. No flunking. There are no standards. That's the that is the danger that I've been warning about is that we're diminishing standards in the name of equity. Equity.
3: And I don't feel like this is anything new. It's just been given a different coat of paint and it's been repurposed and, and renovated and remodeled and everything else. But I want to say it was kindergarten, first grade, when I was coming up, when there was a big push to do away with the the grading scale. no, We no longer need A through F. Right. we we got to give them exemplary or exceeds expectations or these other random crap like that. This all seems like it's one big ball of yarn that's all being shoved on people by those who have no common sense or wherewithal to figure out how to do something in the real world. Interesting. I, you know, you're right about that. The it all comes theory, from academia. It doesn't come from people that are actually teaching right. in elementary schools or middle schools or high schools. No, it comes from tenured professors who've been sitting on their butt the last 25 years trying to figure out a way to rile up the millennials. And, and you, the key word there is tenured. So there's there no risk
1: to their employment, no consequences for bad performance or acting crazy. They know they can rely on tenure. But you're right. Critical race theory got started, at, I believe, in the early 90s from academia and other activists. And, and it's all about advancing Marxist dogma and imposing that throughout society. And the framework for that is, is uh, sort of – you're right, it's renamed, it's reimagined, new context – Social justice, diversity and inclusion, culturally responsive teaching, equity. See, equity and equality. There was a time when we thought equality. Uh, who's not for equality?
3: Well, the problem is, by law, everybody's equal. Correct. We've already achieved Legal equality,
1: it, which and it is, didn't
3: fix their problems, and because they can't take personal responsibility, they got to put the blame on somebody. So it's got to be the big ugly mean man. It's ingrained in our constitution. It's fundamental to our founding.
1: Equality, it, liberty, justice, and the, uh, uh, the pursuit of happiness. I mean, that's what you're entitled to. That's it. Nothing more. Done. Equity is equal outcomes, equal outcomes. No matter what you produce for society, you're entitled to the same outcome. I'm sure folks have seen the uh, the meme, the side-by-side, kind of cartoony-looking meme when you've got three individuals, I, I think they're children, that are different heights. They're trying to look over a fence to view a a sporting event. I think it's a baseball game in the background. And they're each given the same size box to stand on, same height box. And it elevates them to to different heights because they're they are different heights their bodies are. That's equality, you get the same box. Equity on the other hand is that the shorter person gets a bigger box and the middle person gets a slightly lower-shaped box, so that they're all at the exact same height, exact same outcome. You might as well just take old woke LeBron James, just cut his legs off at the knees and have him go out and compete in basketball to make it fair to everybody. That would be equivalent to equity, tantamount to equity. Equal outcomes. That is... Inherent in Marxism. I tell you what happens is we all lose in that circumstance. It's egalitarian misery, is what I refer to it as. We have got a break upon us at this point. We got a text here from Larry and Mize. Interesting. I want to get to that when we come back. It's about his application to be a Mississippi State Trooper. Hmm. Interesting, Larry. We'll be right back. We'll take a break. Stay with us. The JT Show continues.
4: Find new roads.
16: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The COVID vaccine may be approved for children between the ages of 12 and 15 soon. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs doesn't think it'll become mandatory. I would
8: just say at this time, we don't see likely us to have compulsory, mandatory coronavirus vaccines really for any age group.
16: The list of vaccinations required for students is available at msdh.ms.gov. Last week, a pair of large chains announced that walk-up vaccinations are now available across the state. The
18: vaccine is now widely available at all 85 Walmart and Sam's Club pharmacies in Mississippi. And CVS has also stated that walk-ins are now being accepted at 55 of its Mississippi locations. For more information, find us online
16: at supertalk.fm. More than a fourth of Mississippians are now fully vaccinated, but demand for the shots has dropped significantly over the past couple of weeks. Weeks. I'm Kelly Bennett.
17: Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moore, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com.
0: Thousands of Bulldog fans have subscribed to the Thunder and Lightning podcast. Have you? On each episode, Brian Haydad and Joel Coleman give you an inside look at your Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Thunder and Lightning podcast is free and available on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Thunder and Lightning on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thunder and Lightning from Supertalk, Mississippi, covering the Bulldogs like no one else the J.T. Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Everyone, the JP show continues. Super Talk Mississippi on this Monday. Larry and Mize, this is interesting. He says I applied to be a Mississippi State Trooper in 1990, and back then whites had to make a 90 to pass, and blacks only had to make a 70. Was that on, I guess, Larry, and some sort of entrance exam? Uh, just to that had to be passed to go, I guess, probably to the next step. That's interesting. I, I've i never heard that before. I, I know we've uh, got lots of folks uh, from the Department of Public Safety that listen in and have been guests on the show. Uh, now, this is a long time ago, 30 years ago, so they may or may not know and be aware of that. But that's um, a little surprising, but I sure would like to see uh, something to attest to that. Support that.
3: We were talking about the the meme picture of the three kids in the boxes trying to watch a, a baseball game over the fence, and a buddy of mine texts me. And he goes, "Why didn't they just buy a ticket?"
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's equity. You sit in a seat.
3: Then you got a seat,
1: <laughs> and they're all the same height, right? So, yeah, it's it's crazy though, and that's that is what the left seeks is equity of Outcome, it's immoral. What's moral is, and the founders had it right. Uh, they understood that essential uh, to freedom, essential to prosperity, was equal opportunity. And I and I don't even know that you could say that we're a hundred percent there yet, but we're dang close. And I think better than any other nation. But equality, if you think about it, is is really embedded in the Fourth, the Fifth, the Sixth Amendments, even the First to some extent. And they made it very clear that did the founders, and it was brilliant that your rights are granted from from God. You're unalienable and unalienable rights those being life, liberty, uh, and the pursuit of happiness. It's pretty straightforward. Brilliant. But along comes the left, says, no, that ain't good enough. we we got to take from the most successful, and whatever the endeavor is, and we got to redistribute it to others in order to achieve equity. It's dangerous. It's disturbing in my view you got, over there, Disney. Now, this is happening across the corporate landscape. I'm just not picking on Disney. They're just the latest, I guess, to be discovered. Because it's internal. It's folks internal that are revealing all this stuff to people on the outside because they're concerned about it. I can't imagine going to work for a, a company. You're all excited about that. You've been hired. You're anxious to get... To, to, to meet your coworkers, to, to engage in the culture and, and uh, be acclimated to the way of doing business and so forth. And you're told right off the bat that you've got to go through what Disney calls a 21-day racial equity challenge, and they tell their employees to complete a white privilege checklist, They pass around a worksheet saying that white employees should support defunding the police, participating in reparations, and they should even decolonize whatever in the hell that means, their bookshelves. Can somebody tell me what that means, decolonize your bookshelf? What does that mean, Rhino? (laughs) Uh,
19: Less classics?
1: No Moby Dick? (laughs) Shakespeare? He was called out not too long ago. What was that for? Something, something. They got all mad at Shakespeare about. I don't remember. But the, there's so much of it. And, and just as Congressman,
3: I think it's funny they they use that term colonialism. When you think of colonialism, you think of an, an elitist oppressor forcing indoctrination of non-traditional teachings and. A, a changing of the status quo in the name of, what, morality and, and king and country? Right. How far off is that from Black Lives Matter and critical race theory? It's, it's not.
1: It's, and look, this is the other thing, folks, you should know. This is coming from third-party outside consultants who are being paid billions of dollars. I'm telling you, when you add it all up through the years. To implement this junk, and so I'm looking at one of the slides from the Disney training, and and now they they've gone so far as to as to design what they call and publish levels of racism. There's internalized, interpersonal, institutional, and structural. Well, that's what. So they they've gotten to the point where. They have, they've they institutionalized the training on institutional racism. They've formalized it, and they've broken it down into these levels. And, and they're making everybody submit to that and undergo this training. You have to
3: complete it. Wouldn't you think, though, if we truly lived in a totalitarian, tyrannical country, they wouldn't even be allowed to espouse these nonsensical ideas? Correct. Yeah, so... If we were really that bad off, if, if there was government-sanctioned racism across the board... That's right. ...would we even be having this conversation? No. They, in
1: fact, <laughs> they are teaching, they being Disney, and and again, I'm not just picking on Disney. It's across the board here. They're saying we should reject, reject the idea of equality. Equality ain't good enough that people should be treated equally, regardless of their skin color, of course. And they say they need to pursue a policy of equity where people achieve equal outcomes. That's Disney saying this. Well, does that mean that everybody at Disney should be paid the exact
3: same wages? How are they going to apply that to the roller coaster? There's only so many front row seats. Exactly. Exactly.
1: That's the irony of this whole deal. (laughs) The people in charge of that company, as the congressman said, they're some of the richest, most privileged people on the planet to ever live. And they are pushing this divisive, critical race theory nonsense as their corporate doctrine, their dogma, and they're directing it at the people who made them rich. They're telling them, we hate your culture, the culture that makes that company successful. We hate your culture. We hate the color of your skin. We hate your politics. We hate your ideology. Oh, but give us your money. That's insane. I just can't get it. I can't fathom it. This is disturbing. And look, I'm a Disney fan. I'm not a fan of this, obviously. I've been many times with my family and enjoy it because of the innocence. That That's part of the experience. You can sort of be a kid again. You can kind of relieve yourself and and get away from the stress of life. That's the experience they're selling. But knowing this is behind the scenes, I start to wonder, and look, the story, the, what they call the cast members they're awesome their service is legendary their their attitude towards their guests incredible it doesn't matter who it is what their role is as a cast member you just wonder if it's this starts to change those attitudes cuz it how do you how do you train people with this kind of hate and then expect them to go out and wear a smile and be nice to everybody i can't the only people I know that can do do that, and I don't want to call it hate, are, are um, plaintiff's lawyers. They're unbelievable at having a great little friendly conversation with you, and two seconds later, <laughs> when it's your time to, to, uh, to speak in front of the jury, it's like they just paint you as this demon, this villain. Oh, by the way, let's go have dinner tonight. I mean, it's an act. I get it. It's part of it. This, they're not being paid what plaintiff's lawyers are. You just wonder if it starts to impact what makes them money. Maybe they'll wake up, not to be confused with being woke. Maybe they'll wake up and realize, hmm, we're turning people into haters, into mean people. We sell fun, right? The happiest place on earth. Good grief. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Break time here. We'll come back. I'm going to finish this thought about a personal experience I I had at Disney a couple of years ago. Stay with us.
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 70% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 77. Tonight, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, low around 61. For Tuesday, an 80% chance of showers, high near 73. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely 60% chance, mostly cloudy, high near 68. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
22: Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an XMARC. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special XMark pricing and special XMark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary XMAR quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993.
14: Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon.
19: Rogers Dab's Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab's service parts and quick lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates, Brandon, or RogersDab's.com.
17: The Midday Agri-Market Report. The latest pushback from President Joe Biden's tax plans comes from 13 House Democrats via a letter to Speaker Nancy Pelosi and other House Democratic leaders. The requirement to recognize capital gains at death runs a risk of forcing farms and ranches to sell part or all of a farm that may have been passed down for several generations in order to pay the tax burden. According to the penn Wharton budget model, estimates that raising the top capital gains tax rate to 43.4% would shrink the federal revenue by $33 billion over 10 years. a smaller hit than the Tax Foundation had projected. To compensate, the Biden administration has proposed a $1 million cap on a step-up in basis, which excludes unrealized gains from taxation at death. USDA pledged that the Biden plan included exempting Agriculture from the capital gains stepped up basis, but clearly those assurances are not enough for the Democratic leaders. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network.
16: Welcome to Mike Drop, the
14: show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Our members get to take advantage of several of our business partnerships. Today, I want to talk about one in particular, Ford. As a Mississippi Farm Bureau member, you are eligible for $500 bonus cash on a new Ford truck. Take advantage of this and many other great perks and join us today. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at
15: msfb.org. You can bet the farm on it.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino.
8: Great news, everybody!
0: On Super Talk, Mississippi.
8: Mississippi.
1: Bang, the JT show, Super Talk Mississippi. Just briefly, was going to share a story. When I was at Disney, I think it was two Christmases ago with a family and a young child uh, just lost. It, not unusual, obviously, when you consider the giant crowds and the number of little ones running around. And uh, look, it hurt me to see. It was right by the Star Wars attraction in Hollywood Studios. The mother was just obviously shaking and crying incessantly, and the Disney people were incredible. The, the, this happens all the time, as you can imagine. They kept their calm. They have a procedure and a protocol. And I, my family, we even started looking. You know, we got, a, she showed a photo and just to see if we could help. And uh, about 30 minutes later, here comes somebody at Disney he had located the child, But we happened to be at at that time on what's called a VIP tour. You you pay a bunch of money, you get your dedicated Disney guide, if you will, and you step to the line and everything. It's very expensive, but we splurged that time. It's really cool, really fun. And I asked him if they'd ever lost a child. He said never. They never had one not recovered. So the way they kept their calm and their sensibilities – and uh, was impressive, in my view. And, of course, they're trained for that. And they just handled it. They went, they know exactly what to do when that happens, because it happens all the time. And they probably understand where little ones go when they get lost.
3: And quote Rudyard Kipling again, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> but, you know, hats off to them. So I hate to see these great companies like this Uh, go through this stuff and just, you know, do you think it really happens at a place like that? I mean, they're like not hiring people because of the color of their skin. I doubt it. They're not paying them equitably. I doubt it. They're not considering the same for promotions and so forth. I doubt it. I can't find anybody that does that. And we've got someone else on the C Spire text line here says, they're talking about, um, was it Larry Amaya's Tell us about his uh, entrance exam for the highway patrol? He says he took uh, the s- civil service test to be a police officer in 1999, and it was because of affirmative action, had, had a different standard and grading scale. You know, I I don't doubt it, but I thought the deck was stacked. I thought we had this institutional racism, systemic racism that favored certain races at the expense of others. Uh, what I, I miss there? But that's not the case. I don't think it is either. So that's just crazy. Um, Herschel says, I had to take uh, during 1988 to 1990, I worked for a large finance company who still maintains offices in Mississippi when applying for a loan officer's position. We had to take the Wonderlick test and Caucasians were required to make a higher score than minorities unbelievable Tim and McGee says they are making people racist I'm with you Gerard it's all about the character of the person not the color of their skin it, it's it's obviously character You're absolutely right Tim but I'm gonna say again it's it's value the market rewards value period they don't care what your nationality is what your ethnicity is what your race is what your gender is if you make products, and services, and you provide services that please them, they will part with their money for it, period. Just,
3: just look at how many slime balls Hollywood employs.
1: Good point. Still doing fine. By the way, Starbucks, uh, um, I like their coffee, I drink it. And you know, I've told people I try not to let politics enter into my purchasing decisions. They now, they bolted off of Facebook. Do you see that? No, They've pulled down their Facebook site because of all their radical leftist rhetoric. It's drawing so much criticism. Imagine that. On unsocial media, <laughs> they've pulled their Facebook site. Well, maybe it's because you ought to keep your political views out of your business. Imagine that. But again, how many go-billions have we spent fighting poverty through the years has that fixed it do we still have poverty we do are we way better off than we were if you look at at uh, just a, the level of wealth in this country yeah across the board don't give me this well these people got more than them and all that kind of stuff horse hockey what do you think these go-billions we're spending on all this critical race theory training and D and I, how much is that going to really positively impact racism in this country?
3: Negligible impact.
1: Make it worse, as Tim says. It's, it's just, it's a it's an industry. They're looking for an industry, and that's it.
3: Got to do something with that gender studies degree.
1: Ridiculous. We are going to take a break right here. We've got Mississippi Outdoors Radio coming up after the break. And also, Rhino, we got a giveaway we got to get to. We forgot to get to. We can do that before we start the show after the break. Stay with us, folks.
21: News. I'm Pam Huso. As Hamas fires rockets into Israel, Israeli defense forces are striking back at Gaza. The escalation comes after days of fighting between Israeli police and Palestinians in Jerusalem. The international community is really alarmed by all this naturally and they are calling for calm but it is not clear at this moment what could achieve that and the situation is so volatile and unpredictable. We've seen very fierce clashes around the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Fox's Amy Kellogg. The FBI says a group called Darkside is responsible for the cyber attack that paralyzed a fuel pipeline.
18: In addition to trying to help the company, the government says it's easing regulations on fuel transportation to make sure that supplies can move up and down the east coast. The company says they first learned about this on Friday.
21: Fox's Mark Meredith. America's listening to Fox News.
19: As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today.
11: The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
7: I'm
16: Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If you haven't already done it, be sure to file your taxes before the May 17th deadline. Families could get monthly payments of up to $300 per child as part of the American Rescue Plan. Congressman Benny Thompson is encouraging families to file, even if there are no earnings to report, because the IRS needs the information from your tax returns in order to calculate and issue monthly payments. Another suspect can be crossed off of Mississippi's Most Wanted list.
18: 22-year-old Nathan Debose was arrested in Panama City over the weekend after he had been on the run since being accused of a New Year's Eve murder in Moss Point. According to the Moss Point Police Department, Debose is now being extradited back to Mississippi. Launched back in January, Mississippi's Most Wanted list can be found on the Department of Public Safety's website.
16: For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
5: Free up your time. With steel, you can spend less time working on your yard and more time doing the things you love. Not sold at Lowe's or The Home Depot, steel is only available through our 10,000 local steel dealers. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. Lowe's and The Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Get big league performance in your backyard with steel battery tools. From mowers to trimmers, our AK Homeowner Series starts at just $199.99. Steel is not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot. Pick up at over 10,000 local dealers. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP. Available for participating dealers. Lowe's and the Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies.
16: This is Hurricane Preparedness Week in Mississippi. Stephen McCraney, the executive director of MEMA, says their message this year, the first 72 is on you. What that means
17: is we want you to be prepared to survive for at least 72 hours in a worst-case scenario. We will always be here to help you, Mississippi but we may have to clear roads and power lines to get to you.
16: Last year, there were 30 named storms, including 13 hurricanes, six of which were major hurricanes. The Biden administration has issued an emergency declaration for several states, including Mississippi, after a ransomware attack closed 5,000 miles of the Colonial Pipeline. Rachel Sutherland with Fox has the details.
21: The move comes amid concerns of disruptions in supplies of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. The pipeline carries 45% of fuel supplies to the east coast and experts are warning of shortages if the channel is not reopened within days
16: for all things Mississippi visit supertalk.fm I'm Kelly Bennett
9: before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors make sure you stop by your neighborhood gateway tire and service center where we go the distance for you no matter where the road takes you Kenda has a tire designed for your journey on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack, you can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course tires, just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers supports Mississippi Outdoors, and of course, we go the distance for you.
7: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
0: You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show with guest host Gerard Gibbert. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. It's time for Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. In the studio from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, Adam Butler, Chris Reed. And our fish man, Ryan Jones, is back. All right, Ryan, we're going to start with... uh, Oh, first, sorry, we got a giveaway. Hang in there, gentlemen.
3: Real quick, before we get to the Mississippi Outdoors Radio Show, we got some tickets to give away. Concerts are back, and on August 1st, legendary rock group ZZ Top will be at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon. Tickets for the show go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m., Ticketmaster.com and Brandon Amphitheater Box Office. But... Now is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see ZZ Top. Before you can buy them, be the seventh person to text into the C Spire text line. That number is 601-879-4395. Again, that number, 601-879-4395. Be the seventh person to text in with the key phrase, LaGrange. And you can continue to listen to the JT Show the rest of the week for your chance to win tickets to see ZZ Top at the Brandon Amphitheater on August 1st.
1: Lagrange. That was one of their first hits, I think. Yeah, if not the first hit. you <laughs> think about that, I think waiting for the bus all day. That may have been the first one. Lagrange was number two, anyhow. Lake Mary Crawford, May twenty-sixth, going to reopen. Is that right? Tell yes, us about sir. Right.
24: I actually uh, got a got a youth youth day first. Um,
25: what is that? Like two weeks. So that's the open May, 26th. 26th, so, May 22nd, twenty second. It's May twenty second,
24: and then uh, open to the general there. public. Open to general public on the twenty sixth. believe that's a Wednesday, six a.m. So we're really excited about that. It's been down for a couple of years. Um, we we've, we've stocked uh, one hundred sixty thousand bluegill, almost one hundred thousand red ear. Uh, kind of doing a different technique, uh, stocking uh, more more brim. Uh, the ratio a little higher on on brim and a little lower on the bass trying to actually slow down the rate at which it, it tries to crowd up a lot of our state lakes um they become bass crowded uh, uh, pretty quick and and so we'll we have try to change the ratio we stock at normally we we would stock uh 50 bass to the acre and, and 500 brim to the acre we're going 2,000 brim to the acre and, and 25 bass to the acre <clears throat> actually trying to stunt that a little bit and uh so, Because typically, you know, in the past people used to harvest bass, but it's become uh-huh. such a catch-and-release fishery now. Uh, and if you don't remove some of those smaller bass, uh, they just naturally they tend to go crowded mm-hmm. on you. So and this is
1: uh, down in, uh, is it in Lawrence
24: County? Monticello. Yeah. That's right. Hmm. So that's one of the um, lakes in our coastal region, uh, regional biologist Stephen Brown. Is responsible for fisheries management, Mary Crawford. Cool. But uh, we're excited about that, and we actually uh, stocked uh, two uh, different subspecies of bass. So we did uh, uh, the northern largemouth. We went with twenty six hundred northern largemouth and a thousand Floridas. So um, at some point in time, they when they do uh, spawn across subspecies, it will basically be the F ones, you know, as they spawn out first generation. So, and some of those should have already been spawned out Um, Mm -hmm. the uh, biologist said that you know they had looked at uh, looked at the fish population here um, in March and had a lot of uh, that initial class was up around anywhere from 16 to 19 inches and just two years of growth so that's pretty pretty good growth there and and, um, everything looks real fat they they uh, collected a crappie it was two and a half pounds you know so um they stocked some supplemental forage and throw fin shad to provide some additional forage for the crappie population and bass uh and everything looks looks really good they're going to repave uh the road going in there um uh they've they put in a bunch of new i think somewhere around 20 new artificial fish attractors. Mm um they redid the boat ramp uh courtesy pier was replaced um campground's updated and like i said they're they're repaving all of that um uh you yeah, they're collecting so that, brim eight to ten inches i mean uh, it should be a it should be a really good uh, opening
25: that uh that lake has, has garnered a few calls over the last few months year or so wanting to know when it's going to be back open and it'll mm. be a um mm. line that wednesday like get there first you know he talking about the seventh text Hmm. person to text in gets the free tickets you get first in line there you're going to be catching some fish because those those lakes once they've been uh, restocked not recuperating but redone in the last renovated renovated thank you um like the fishing is hot i mean it's it's uh uncharted territory if you will go out there and you're talking to Two and a half pound crappie, and you got a bunch of brim. You got to bring, bring everything.
26: Well, look, <clears throat> so Ryan was getting all into the you know the the, the technical details of brim versus bass and what you right. might do. Look, I think I think we put more brim in there because the brim tastes better. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> They're a better eating fish. Put yeah. more of them in there, right? Yeah. Am I wrong, and,
25: Reed? You know, you bring your your little kid. Your boy, your daughter, granddaughter, grandson—get a thing of crickets, <laughs> get a cork, sit back, and prepare to be entertained. If there's that That's many right. brim yeah. in that pond, that lake, get ready.
24: There's plenty of brim, but we will be uh, regulating the numbers that people can take out. So basically, be 25 brim per person. You know the, the statewide limits. 100 per person, so uh, they'll be reducing that just to make sure that we don't have uh, too much of a, uh, a negative impact on that rent population when we open.
1: Is this a renovation process, which just occurred here with Lake Mary Crawford, is that is that kind of a cyclical thing that happens across all the lakes that are It made? is.
24: We try to renovate uh, lakes kind of pretty regularly. Try to renovate a couple of them um, you know, on a rotation. Uh, just identify the ones that haven't been Renovated in a while and have facilities that may need some upgrades and that sort of thing. Oftentimes, a, a you know a, a levy maybe an issue with the levy. Yeah. Uh, you know that's that's what happened with Simpson County Lake. It's down right now. Uh, had to redo the levee. It was designated as a high hazard dam by MDQ, and uh, and so <clears throat> that is that levy has been redone. And um, uh, brim have been stocked, and I, I think the bass are going in this week. Um, and then Holmes County State Park. Has, has got a, a lake uh, up there off of 55, and 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 they had some issues with the emergency spillway there, and, and so we had to uh, redo that. So we decided to go ahead and renovate. Uh, and, you know, whenever we renovate these lakes, it, it just increases interest and use uh, such that it's, it's worth gotcha. it to get people out there um, when you get a fresh, brand-new... Fish population and and people um, just it just spikes in interest. I mean there was there was big bass in Holmes County State Park Lake, and I tried to tell everybody about it, but for whatever reason, you just didn't get a lot of people up there. But when you go and and drain it and restock it, renovate, uh, you know, people just flock to those lakes. So it'll be good to get get some people in Holmes County. And I, and I
26: know I've heard heard you guys you know on the fishery side talk about you know you're talking about public. Waterways or public waters here, but I mean even if you got a private pond, it's not a bad idea every what few decades kind of start the table over again sometimes
24: with a private mm-hmm. pond you know there there's reasons to do it like if you had you know some nuisance. Species in there, uh, if it was too shallow or something like that, and need to be dug out for quality habitat, like those are reasons to start over. But sometimes, if it's so bass crowded or the fish population is so far out of balance, it can actually be faster to drain it and and restock it uh, to get back to your goals than it would be to harvest out uh, the fish that you need to harvest out and try to uh, basically. Uh, manage that population back to where you want it and to a, to accomplish your goals so uh but of course it's it's money when you want to you know if you want to drain it and, and dig it out uh, some people just don't want to want to pay the money for it but it certainly can can um you know cut the corner you know and and, and really get as good a fish population as you're going to have in that place so that's what happens i mean that initial class of bass that you stock in a in a farm pond that that's going to be the best class of fish that you'll ever have because when you put them in there it's just a an unbelievable forage base that and they have everything they want to eat from day one um i really don't have to hide from predators because they're the big big fish in the the lake and uh and so they just put the feed bag on and they can really really grow quickly um and like i said uh, after that the subsequent spawns um they they've got to hide a little bit they got uh and then the forge base kind of isn't as is uh is available to them so.
1: gotcha. all right we got a break right here when we come back we're going to talk about hand grabbing it's that season right Kathy it is yeah Open
24: uh-huh. May 1st all right
1: we're going to talk about that when we come back stay tuned Mississippi Outdoors Radio
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 70% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 77. Tonight, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, low around 61. For Tuesday, an 80% chance of showers, high near 73. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely 60% chance, mostly cloudy, high near 68. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
8: Here's John and Corey Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Common sense often
10: seems in short supply these days. Wasn't it poppy? He used to say, boys, you pay for what you get. And get what you pay for. Best advice he ever gave me, and it's never been more true than in the diamond business. A poor cut, poor quality diamond never gets better looking, I can promise you. That's why you've got to use some common sense. Like getting hands-on with quality loose diamonds in Mississippi's most trusted jeweler. Like shopping from thousands of diamonds, not just a few dozen. Juniper Jewelry Company is Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores tray after tray of diamonds every size shape and price range all at the guaranteed best prices in the state so come get the quality she deserves at a
8: price you'll love it's just common sense juniker jewelry company mississippi's direct diamond importer from anywhere in mississippi we're at 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and juniker
23: com.
12: Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi outdoors radio on the air on the j t. show Super talk Mississippi. All right, hand grabbing Now, I seem to recall when when I was in school when I was a a young uh, arrogant college student that knows it all, and I had a class with uh, a business law professor. I think he called it grappling.
24: Is that the same thing? Grabbling, grabbling, hand
1: grabbling, oh. grabbling. Okay. Not, well, I was wondering. I'm not sure who
24: coined yeah. that term, but
1: I'm not I Always call it hand grabbing. But uh, <laughs> this guy, Mr. Walker, I don't remember his first name. I'm not sure if he's still around, but he he enjoyed that, and that's like when you put your hand down in sort of a a cavity or something, right? A hole, and that's you right. come out with a catfish. Is that right? That's right. Well. And is this, this same time deal? of
24: year you probably won't have wetsuit on cuz that water's still pretty chilly. Oh yeah. Okay. Out there. Got gotcha. you. Uh, so what happens is people will uh, you got hold up. Go ahead. You talking <laughs> about like a
25: navy seal kind of wetsuit type frogman
24: any kind of wetsuit. People do that. Work. <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to freeze death, Come on. You <laughs> <laughs> grab a cap. Oh, oh, if know. you're going to, to be in that water all day long and it's in lower 60s well, we got some dedicated
25: outdoor <laughs> men's and women's in this state.
24: Uh, people that hand grab love hand grabbing. Okay, so you know, I mean, anglers are allowed to place wooden wooden boxes in public water uh, to imitate that spawning habitat. Um, obviously, it's, it's unlawful to place structures made out of plastic. Uh, you know, metal barrels, hot water tanks, concrete pipes, tires, other. Uh, Non-biodegradable materials. Wow. Uh, But what happens is a lot of those materials are... Or down and, and yeah. they just kind of grandfathered in and that's you right. got to be careful you know what I mean no kind of slide slide your uh, oh, uh, cut feet. your wetsuit that's right you need some gloves you need a sleeve you need some shoes uh, because yeah you step or you know step into one you of think those rusted... would be an effective hand grabber no <laughs> not at all It <laughs> he all. might get in there That old catfish may pull
26: him in there with <laughs> you in you know, know, that I tree stump I feel <laughs> like it's one of those he's things he's good for turkeys. You know, I went skydiving be one time. Good for I, I went cats. skydiving one time, really? Chris, just because I felt like I needed to check it off the list. You know, <laughs> barely made it to the ground. <laughs> it, it didn't really do a lot for me. You know, it was one of the things where when what it was over, mean? I said, you know, I'm I'm kind of glad that's over. I'm not going to yeah, do that it again. Do a lot for you. But I, I feel like I feel like the uh, the hand grabbing is another one of those things. You know, I need to I need to check it off the list. Definitely, but I don't do know how it. I'm going to feel thrill. about it
24: when it's over. It's an absolute thrill. Mm. You know, of course, early in the year like this, it's typically majority going to be blue cats, and um, and blue cats want to they want to crush your hand. So Mouth a little bit stronger. <laughs> they they when they get it, they just they're trying to crush whatever's in there, well, trying to come. You what know, do you put on your hands? Just like uh, mechanic gloves, something. Okay, like something. Um,
25: you don't dip them in like peanut
24: butter and no, right? <laughs> What's that I for? Don't. I don't know. Allure. <laughs> so they're in there spawning and so anything that comes in there they're protecting those eggs ah. so it doesn't even matter i mean a lot of times you you check the box or whatever it is and you just kind of stick your foot in there and then you know yeah. hit your foot and then you know it's in there
1: boot foot right your covered foot
24: well, if it's a, a big blue catch, you may want to still touch. You for know Shirley. what would make for great radio
26: would be we take the Mississippi out, we take Gerard and Rhino, and we go to the field and we actually do a broadcast from the lake hand grabbing. No, I mean, the, the hooping and hollering TV slash you know, radio. Yeah,
1: well, I broadcast yeah. it, but I ain't putting my hand down at all
6: <laughs> on live location. Yeah, I'll yeah. do color commentary
1: for Gerard. of splashing. Watch. I'll be the designated grabber. And Adam Butler, <laughs> you do it, Rhino. You do it. Hey, there? You go. Know. You have a the, subject,
25: Henry yeah, right. <laughs> Butler. You got to do it now, so everybody can see y'all in a wetsuit. <laughs> the flatheads are actually
24: completely different, though. They don't, you know. Like I said, the blue cat wants to—he grabs a hold of their hand, and tries to bite it, crush, crush your fingers, essentially. You but, but the flathead, inviting. the flathead, tries to swallow that whole. You know, so basically, if it's a big flathead and you put your arm in there, it's liable will be up around your elbow. You know, and so then you just kind of roll them over and pull them out, put a stringer through them, and. And you got your big, big catfish. Who do like? Twenty pounds? Man, they can ten get pounds, huge fifty pound.
25: I mean, we out my, on Barnett, I mean, you I mean, got people a fish c- eating up to your elbow. He's going to have to have a be a pretty fair sized. People fish. catch
24: forty and fifty pound flatheads out of mm-hmm. Barnett, mm-hmm. pretty wow. regular. But like I said, the flathead, it's got, there's more blues in the boxes right now, and then it kind of transitions to flatheads as you move into June. Do you have to have a license to do that? Yes, you gotta have a, a fishing license.
1: Okay, fishing mm-hmm. license to do the yes, sir, grabbling. That's right, right. hand grabbing, right. noodling, noodling. They call it. Hey. Uh, so did I read this right? Eighty-eight pounds.
24: You know, yeah, what it I cost? had a uh, conservation officer in, in Madison County contact me over the weekend about a possible uh, trophy state record, uh, fish, flathead catfish, and, and, uh, basically the difference is, you know, we got, we got, uh, mm-hmm. records for rod and reel and for fly fishing, we've also got a trophy division, which is basically you catch it legally using anything other than a rod and reel or a fly rod, and, uh, and so that's what this guy had, had, had called, uh, had called it in a hoop net, um, out on the big black water, Blue, excuse me, big black river, and, um. And he thought he had a, uh, he thought he had a, a, a state record. A state record is actually eighty nine point five. I told him to get a certified scale, get a weight on a certified scale, and and then uh, get back with me. And and he was at eighty eight point seven. Unfortunately, now, wait, is, I just what, wanted to lift
1: he... something that weighs eighty nine pounds with a yeah, hand. Real? I guess, How do you get yeah. your hand around a fish that's eighty nine pounds? I got think that's pretty big.
24: Yeah, I had to. I, I sent Adam a picture of it. Um, you got a picture? Yeah. You use leverage, I guess. They roll it. Yeah, up. it's just like rolling a gator in, in a boat, boat you know, oh, okay. kind of the same deal. Get that head up there and just start rolling the body over the side. Oh, my gosh. Look at that thing. I see
1: it. It's gigantic. It's big as him.
24: <laughs> yeah, we'll try to get Look at this. that head. We'll try to get that up on the bragging board on the website at Good some point grief. in time today. Well, so what kind of catfish is that? That's a flathead catfish. Flathead. That's the one, yeah. like I said, that just going to try to swallow. What you
26: mean you. is it's a it's a motley cat. <laughs> a motley cat. Motley yeah. cat. That's what we call them down in the country. Got gotcha. you. They've got a lot of a lot of <laughs> names. <clears throat> Yellow cat, kind of like the crappie, white perch thing, you know. That's
24: right. Yeah. How does that's one right. learn cat how, cat how to do that? Is that just a
1: skill that's that's uh, passed down gen- through the generations? How do you learn how to go gravel?
24: You don't really have. I mean, Not you stick your hand in, in the ball. box and it bites your hand. Uh, you grab a hold of it and pull it out. I don't think okay. sense
25: is one of the prerequisites. I think I lack thereof. You know, maybe. It's an
24: absolute. I mean, it's a thrill, though. I mean, you get down there and you go under, under that murky water. Do you go do it every year? And no. In fact, I hadn't hadn't done it. It's one of those things where you need like a
26: you know you need like a checkbox or something to go with the license. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Uh, Have you really thought of like you, a waiver. disclaimer? Yeah. <laughs> and then you got uh, for me like the
25: struggle was like holding my breath trying to get down underneath so have you done it. it no I would never do that you're crazy man that is you know the fish would be one thing but it's all it's pollen. all
26: the other creatures that could be living in that that's hole true. that's that's what you'd really be thinking about nothing,
24: huh? nothing else is ever in there River,
26: yes. there's always
24: a chance. I but mean, turtles, one. alligators, well, cottonmouths. The whole, yeah, the, there's got to be the other things. Bear, the hole who is, is smaller, <laughs> you know what bears. I mean? And, I mean, turtles want to be able to get out and get some air. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
1: Is, is this a, a sport you see in other states as
24: well? Certainly. Yeah, like the noodling, that's kind of what, what they call it up in Oklahoma. The noodling. I mean, there's, okay. yeah, there's, uh, there's, yeah, all states do it. It's not just a Mississippi thing.
25: Oh, I didn't know. Is it more so in the south, Do you would think, than the north? I
24: don't know how far north country. it goes, to be honest, but, I mean, Oklahoma, you know. Yeah. Just pra- catfish or other, other
1: fish in other states? It's just catfish. It's just
24: catfish because they're, they're like cavities like nature, haunted, Okay, I got you. And a lot of times in people, <laughs> people will, uh, will hand grab in, in our rivers just naturally. They'll find little... mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Like the but little the little 80s and let's
25: see like where, where,
24: where a where a tree maybe has yeah. fallen off the bank yeah. or something it has got a little uh, hole no, there on man. the on the it shoreline.
25: Wasn't. I'd throw a, a, I'd cast towards it to see if there's anything under there. I would never just venture off in there. And, hey, let me see what's under this dark spot in the river. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, in the summertime, it's a
24: good idea uh, with a wetsuit on.
25: Yeah. <laughs> Well, that'll protect you. and Make you feel like a Navy SEAL.
24: That we'll just is keep crazy. it from hypothermia. I think is the mm.
25: Mm. that's the point. Okay, Well you'd look cool. We in got your pictures. <laughs>
1: Get a sleeveless one. All right, cool guys. We got a break right here. we we'll,
24: need right. the sleeve. You need we'll the be sleeve.
1: back on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us.
15: Riggsland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, four-by-four, four, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, Lifted and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for, because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. That credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit special we work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See you for details with proofread.
19: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umphlett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
16: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If you haven't already done it, be sure to file your taxes before the May 17th deadline. Families could get monthly payments of up to $300 per child as part of the American Rescue Plan. Congressman Benny Thompson is encouraging families to file even if there are no earnings to report because the IRS needs the information from your tax returns in order to calculate and issue monthly payments. Another suspect can be crossed off of Mississippi's Most Wanted list. 22-year-old Nathan DeBose was arrested
18: in Panama City over the weekend after he had been on the run since being accused of a New Year's Eve murder in Moss Point. According to the Moss Point Police Department, DeBose is now being extradited back to Mississippi. Launched back in January, Mississippi's Most Wanted list can be found on the Department of Public Safety's website.
16: For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
3: Confidence.
15: Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful
14: knowledge. Did you know that one out of four jobs in the state depends on agriculture? That's why we started the Mississippi Ag in the Classroom. It's a school program helping grades K through twelve acquire broader knowledge about agriculture and how it impacts them. It's great to see them learn and get excited about where their food and clothes come from. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your
15: county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm
10: on
0: no other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. Gallo. Gallo. Shapiro. Shapiro, And now Bongino. Gino. <laughs> so what's up? If you want to work at Super Talk, your name's got to end at an O. Dan Bongino. It may make you feel good tonight at 11 on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the air. Now, each week on Mississippi Outdoors Radio, we're happy to feature one of the fabulous state parks across the state of Mississippi. This week, it's John W. Kyle State Park. That's located in Sardis, Mississippi, on the Sardis Reservoir, just one hour from Memphis. The park offers a wide array of recreational opportunities in an area abundant in natural beauty, and I can attest to that. Uh, Having been up at school at Ole Miss, spend many a day out at Sardis Park. It's beautiful. It is just 25 miles from the historic campus of the University of Mississippi, making this the perfect spot to spend a sports weekend. John Kyle offers 200 RV campsites and 20 cabins. The park also offers fishing, boating, golf, group camping, picnicking, and a ballroom that will accommodate up to 96 people for banquets, weddings, and family reunions. You can make a reservation by visiting the website at www.mdwfp.com or calling 1-800-467-2757 or you can call the park direct at 662-487-1345. Don't forget, you can purchase an annual park permit for $50 and that gives you access to to all the great state parks for a year. John W. Kyle State Parks, Sardis, Mississippi. It really is a beautiful spot up there. I don't know if you guys have been up there. I had a, uh, a friend when I was up in Oxford that had a ski boat, and man, when the weather got nice in the spring, right after class, they're headed to the to the park to get on the, uh, the lake there for some skiing. Really cool place. But anywho, all right, we talked uh, about the grappling. The grappling, excuse me. <laughs> I want to say that correctly. We've already established that our friend Rhino is willing to go on a grappling escapade, and I am willing to get on the bank at a remote and and broadcast it as Rhino sticks his hand down in a hole with a, like a four hundred pound catfish or something, right?
3: With that big old wetsuit, four hundred pounds.
1: I don't know that one in that picture Adam just showed me was gigantic. That how
24: much did that one weigh? 88? Eighty-eight point seven. It looks better. How many than fish that? fries
26: can you have with a catfish
24: <laughs> that weighs eighty-eight pounds? I've never caught an eighty-eight pound fish.
25: You could probably have catfish. one, one, one big but, one. You know, th- 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 I think the question was how many
1: people would it feed. Well, what that. would the meat be like on a fish that's that That'd big? That'd be good to eat, it'd or be too good. tough. You, you think, think it'd be good? Be good? Wouldn't it'd just
24: be tough? kind of be a lot of red in there? You had to cut yeah. It out, you yeah. Know? yeah, kind of bloody, yeah meat but outside of that i mean for whatever reason as as flatheads don't uh they don't they don't get bad um as they age it is kind of the flavor the flavor's is the same you know they are the best eating catfish that is fine table fare. um uh, and actually people will will cut belly meat out yeah. of the catfish as well as 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 well as the cheeks uh so they do the have cheeks that's right. So uh, hmm. what it's hard with to e- the e- cheeks? explain, but just kind of back behind uh, each eye, there's, there's just a section of meat right there that basically they, for their hmm. jaws, you know, and you just cut that little hole out on either side and, and just uh,
25: cut. Fried the, up? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had any catfish cheek?
26: I have. Is that what it's called? It's Cat basically the same meat. as the, like, the Probably belly. Just mix it all in, you know, you don't know what you, you know. That's right. All,
24: we can keep it separate just to know. What catfish wheat. It's a little different texture. Catfish cheek. Excuse me. That's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> See, hmm. and belly got... meat. Like I said, you. you well, it's uh, like bacon. Like catfish uh, cut bacon. Cut that belly out. It's weird.
26: I just... <laughs> they. Uh, they. <laughs> Correct me so... wrong. They they almost exclusively eat live things. They right? do. They're you're not, not feeding on. They're not feeding on any. Uh, they're not any scavengers. As, much or, as, or, as yeah, channel yeah, cats and blue cats.
24: Yeah, they're they're eating live my Live fish. Well, all right, what is, what's anything. the
1: species that the farmers raise?
24: Just channel cats. Channel cats. Uh, so typically you go to eat catfish, it's yeah. going to be channel cats, because you just grow channel catfish in a lot higher densities. Yeah. You couldn't do that with, with flatheads or blue cats. They, get, they just couldn't be grown in that high number. Uh, but what they are doing now... Um, is hybridizing the channel cats and the blue cats are getting a little bit more uh, growth, a little h- faster growth out yeah. of them, and and they can still grow them in close uh, proximity to one another. Who's they? Who do, who's doing that? The campus farmers. Okay.
6: Mm-hmm.
9: Interesting.
26: Yeah, but if you want a flathead, the the most efficient way is go stick your hand in the hole. Then.
24: <laughs> I, probably. I, I mean. Yeah, Rhino. <laughs> trying yeah, I don't, you know it must be Pearl pretty.
26: River. Like my, I know the, the people I know that do it. They act like you know i mean they're they're pulling out big catfish all the time like it's it's that's it's right. easy it's not a thing you know i mean well, we, like they, they talk about how many they turn back you know well we why'd you turn it back because we already
24: had like 100 pounds of fish or whatever you that's know that's right
1: where was that one <laughs> caught where was it grappled it was a
24: big black river it wasn't grabbed. that was caught in a hoop net oh okay so, so he had a commercial license and okay. was running a, a hoop net on the big black okay
1: not Never. Fishing for flathead catfish or something else in the flathead got caught Anything
24: in it. That, Anything that gets caught it's in the in net, a net really right, yeah. mm-hmm. on so, the big
1: black. Well what else is in the big black, fish wise?
24: I mean it's a lot of catfish for sure. Yeah. Um uh, the banks are real kind of muddy from all the um uh, sedimentation that's occurred from yeah. the ag processes and so a lot of the shoreline habitat's not very good for bass and brim, although there are some bass and brim uh still in in the black, a lot of the habitat's kind of degraded, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Well, you got more rough fish, uh, your buffalo and your carp and your catfish, uh, more predominantly in in Big Black.
1: All right, so are there any lakes that are, I guess, more popular to uh, the grappling?
24: Typically it's going to be the reservoirs and and rivers. You know, uh, we don't allow uh, the public to, to put artificial structure in our state lakes or park lakes we we you. do all that ourselves mm-hmm. so uh and when we don't put boxes down so, so do most the, mo- really. are most of the people
26: that are hand grabbing are they putting their own structures out is that like if you're going to be serious about it you're going to have your own your own spots the kind people of who thing? are
24: serious about it yeah they do i mean they construct their own boxes and then sink them you know um and in the middle of the night so nobody knows where they are yeah don't so Don't be looking. Remote probably sometimes years. I would imagine. Yeah. Um,
25: so is but, it Is uh, that bad sportsmanship to run somebody else's?
24: Once it's in, box? <laughs> once it's in polar water, I mean, it's it's not yours anymore. You know. It's public. I
25: bet there's some that would beg to differ with that.
24: <laughs> Certainly. I mean, <laughs> if if uh, you went through all that trouble. Of, that's of constructing right. them and sinking them and placing them, and then you went out to run them, and somebody had already run them, which happens all the time. Yeah, but you just need to understand that That's not yours that's anymore. Right. Yeah, you know.
26: Hmm. Yeah, so I you. Imagine, I mean, another fish is going to move in, right?
24: Yeah, they do. Yeah. They will.
1: Hmm. So let me get this straight: people will insert or drop these boxes or whatever enclosures to attract the fish to come spawn in the enclosure that they know and they know where it is and that's where they go grabble
24: right and they'll take a gps or whatever or just line it up where it's where it is yeah by a tree or something like that along the shoreline yeah uh and yeah i mean that's they'll they'll put them out i mean multiples i mean 10 15 boxes (laughs) you know and they'll just add on to what they had in the past i mean there's a lot of stuff out there on Barnett, I know.
1: And what are the boxes? What material are they constructed of? Well, just wood. They're Just wood. Mm-hmm. So that's not a pollution problem or anything, is it? No. Na- nat- natural. natural
24: biodegradable. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, like I said, you need gloves and sleeves and and uh, and shoes because if you do this, there are some mm-hmm. older materials that people used to put in there, like hot water heaters and and, uh, and old just tanks of some kind uh, that are rusted you know and and so if you were to try to reach into those a lot of times they have sharp edges and and you can oh. really cut yourself on some of that old stuff that's out there yeah uh, so certainly be uh very careful uh, wow. when when trying to uh, grab out of something like that barnet must be a popular place. i know i've
26: come by on the trace before and looked out and seen seen people doing it on the edges there where i guess that would be on the on the west side i
24: mean it's I'm not sure how much it's gaining in popularity, but I I feel like I see more people doing it than I used to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you could literally park on the side of the trace, walk out there to waist-deep water with, with a long PVC pipe of some kind and just kind of sweeping back and forth, walking parallel to the bank, and you can run into boxes and all kinds of materials that you can grab out of. Uh, I mean, a lot of people do that because you don't have to put anything out because there's a lot of stuff already out there.
6: Yeah, Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So you just find something that uh, an enclosure, I guess, that they might be inclined to spawn, attract spawning catfish, and you just find that and go grab them.
24: One thing you cannot do is is put a hook. On the end of of a pole or something like that, that makes that's, sense. that's illegal you can't you can't hook them in the back of the box and and pull them out you actually have to do you do have to pull them out with your hand
1: gotcha all right we got a break right here. we're going to come back and talk about Mississippi outdoors TV stay with us Mississippi outdoors radio continues.
9: 4 Forty-three. Be
4: sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
20: Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at danksmillercorey.com.
2: 1130.
6: Superhuman. I'm
1: Someone save me from the hay. It's just another war. I think that song would be referring to these grabblers. Superhuman. <laughs> I like it. I I think it's cool. We're gonna get Rhino out there sticking his hand down in a hole somewhere. I'm gonna be like like uh, Jim and Marlon Perkins from Mutual of Omaha. I'll be observing at 50 meters while Rhino sticks his hand down
12: the
25: hole. Be like a golf commentator.
1: Exactly. He eases <laughs> into the water to see the next. That's right. Hole. That'd be real quiet. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, what's coming up here, Adam? Oh, Mississippi Outdoors TV.
26: Uh, this week, on Mississippi Outdoors TV, we have a. Uh, a youth deer hunt at cane mount wildlife management area down in uh down near port gibson and then also a squirrel hunt with some veterans so that's going to be on the tv show so if you're you know if if, if, you're, if you're jonesing a little bit for some fall hunting and stuff yep um while we're while we're waiting through the the hand grabbing season you know there you go you can check that out uh, mississippi outdoors airs thursday nights at seven thirty on mississippi public broadcasting and then again at 5 30 on saturdays
1: yeah and we should also mention that this is uh law enforcement week i believe so it is uh national
25: police week is this week um the 9th through the 15th i believe are the dates so this week um across the country there'll be memorials for fallen officers and tributes and um we we host one annually and and ours will take place this wednesday at 10 a.m uh and and following that would be the the monthly commission meeting uh so um there'll be those happenings going on and uh, remember those that have gave uh their life for their their call and their uh, um their duty and they've They've paid the ultimate price. You know, it sounds cliche to say that, but I mean, it, it's a true statement. I mean, sure. You literally give all you have. And, uh, and so we, we try to remember those. Um, I believe the number is 13 with, with our agency. Hmm. I believe I, 11 or 13. I think it's 13. I should have that memorized. But, hmm. Uh,
1: and, you know, it's just, it's kind of fresh, hot off the press, but uh, shooting in Times Square, yeah. That uh, there's video of the police officer rescuing a yeah. four year old child,
24: right?
25: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know all these knuckleheads that think they want to defund the police and get rid of it and all that. Who's you know who's grabbing the four year old and running out with? Right. Them? You know, I mean, in we harm's way. I don't think I don't think that conversation is uh, warrants enough time in this segment for sure. But you know, you, you think about those people this week that have done something to. Yeah. to, to, to pay, serve pay that price they're just serving they're trying to help out yeah are there a few bad apples in the bunch what bunch doesn't have a few every bad profession apples? everybody sure. out there so um, that's a broad brush stroke to, to say everybody's bad so yeah i saw that um kudos to that uh, officer um that just you just react you just yeah. jump in and just do what you're right. trained to do and uh, so yeah, that's this week going on across the country and uh, it's a it's a good time to to pay the you know to pay respects for those that have have given it up and it happens too often. Um, you see it more so now everybody's trying to be a copycat the, yep the the folks that are doing these shootings are no respect and all that so I mean it's a, it's a uh, it's a different world we live in Gerard. It is every day. It seems more and more. We just go back to hand grabbing, sticking our head under the water, and grabbing a uh, fish out. It'd be a simpler life. I wanted well, to maybe, make a,
1: a point about this police officer because it, that that was that video striking of the police officer running with a four year old. I know this is just the way police officers and law enforcement officers are are wired. That officer. Would put their life on the line to save that child, even if that child's parents denounces the police. That's right. Yeah, and and is calling for their right. defunding. It's you know it's a um,
25: yeah, it's a selfless act. Um, it definitely is, and you know it's just you know logic. The, the the law enforcement community is the only thing holding us away. It's keeping us from anarchy.
1: It seems like it doesn't. It? The, I mean, if you so-called pull that blue lot, line, you yeah. pull it out. What do you have? That's a good point. Yeah, I know. Well, anyhow, uh thank you, uh, Chris, as a uh, law enforcement officer, and, and thanks to all those who wear the badge and do everything they can in their power to keep us safe. We're very appreciative of them during this week, and so we recognize that and. We're done here with the Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Always a pleasure having you gentlemen in the studio. Good discussion today. Learned a lot about grappling, and now we know Rhino is up for it. We got to, to figure out how to do that. <laughs> Been a good show. Thanks for joining us, uh, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay safe and God bless.